where has your energy been operating in? Has it been in the mind? Has it been in the what makes sense? And just like invite it, invite the energy. And I know this might sound crazy, but invite the energy back down into the heart space for a moment. Just set the intention. My energy now enters into my heart space. And even if it's for a couple moments, I'm going to let it linger here for a moment. And I'm going to ask myself from within, what is it I really want? What is it that's going to light me up? What's up, babe? Welcome to Boldly Courageous, a podcast created for you, the ambitious woman who is ready to take action and step fully into the life you've always dreamed of. I'm your host, Melissa Martin, and each week I will be your virtual wingwoman as you gain the tools and confidence to face your fears head on. The time is now, and this is your permission slip to live your boldly courageous life. Are you ready, babe? Let's do this. Hello, and welcome back to the Boldly Courageous podcast. I am so excited and grateful that you are here. And I am celebrating something mega big today. At the time of this recording of this podcast, we've officially hit 10,000 downloads. And I'm so, so grateful. Thank you to everybody who has shared, who has rated, reviewed, subscribed, and just helped me get this message out. It means so much to know that we're doing this together. And that was really the intention behind the podcast in the first place was for us to create a community and to do this together. And speaking of community, did you know that there is a Boldly Courageous community over on Facebook? Every single day, there's something new in there for you to engage with, whether it's a update on the podcast, a journaling prompt. I go live every single Wednesday and there's so many amazing women in there that you can connect with. So if you're feeling like you need a tribe and you want to feel more connected, then head over to Facebook, search Boldly Courageous, or just go to the show notes and click the link. So I have a very special, special guest that I'm sharing with you today, my friend, Michaela McNatt. Michaela and I met through her partner, Bryce. He was in my mastermind and I was instantly struck by her brightness. Michaela just has this incredible light about her. She's fiery and fun and bold and Over the past 18 months, I have witnessed this woman literally transform her life and her business and step more fully into her purpose. And today in our conversation, she shares a story about how her and her partner Bryce sold pretty much everything they owned, move out of their beautiful, bougie, high-rise apartment in Denver, Colorado, and are now living a nomadic life in an RV driving all across the country. And she talks all about how this experience has shown her exactly what it looks like to create a true sense of home within her body. So if you're someone who has ever lived in your head and lived for everyone else, meaning like, should I do this? It, what does success look like? What would my parent, parents think like? Like if you've ever lived a life that was driven by what looks good on paper and you are ready to give that up, this episode will give you the permission that you need to do that. Michaela talks all about what it would look like if you could shift out of your head and truly get clear and get curious on what your soul wants and how to really, really follow that little voice from a place of love and compassion. Michaela goes into sharing more about what her current edge is right now around spirituality, experiencing more pleasure, tapping into her feminine energy. And as she's come more online with her gifts, 
how her relationship with her partner has shifted as she has stepped more fully into her gifts. Michaela McNatt is an intuitive mentor, business coach, NLP practitioner, and Reiki master. She runs multiple businesses that help women to create soul-aligned lives and businesses that create massive abundance, raise the frequency of the planet. This conversation was so deep. We went in so many different directions. It is truly what it looks like when two soul sisters drop in, and I literally cannot wait for you to hear it. Let's get into the episode. Okay, Michaela, you're a real life unicorn, mystical, mystical unicorn. I'm so pumped for this conversation and grateful to be connecting with you today. And what I love the most about you is your bold authenticity. Like if I could think of words that describe you, it's bold and authentic. And the reason why is because I have watched you over the past 18 months, like completely shift and own your authentic truth. You've come online as a spiritual guide, a Reiki master, this like divine feminine goddess. But 18 months ago, this was not at all where you were, at least not outwardly, maybe you knew it inwardly. So I just want to shower you with love and say, I'm so excited for this conversation. And I love this like sparkly unicorn that you are embodying. So thank you for being here. Mm, I'm going to receive. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you a million for having me on to your community. That might've been my best intro. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. So what is one boldly courageous thing you've done recently? Ooh, I love this question. Um, It has to be, as you know, me and my partner recently just purchased an RV. So about, I, I remember because it was Cinco de Mayo, May 5th, we visited some friends who had just purchased an RV and we said, you know what, we're going to, we're going to do it. And under a month we were on the road <laughs> full time in our new home on wheels. So that was a pretty bold, crazy move. I would say. I love it. I've been like stalking your Instagrams. Now, do you still have like a home base and an apartment or did you go like all in? We went all in, which is kind of maybe not the smartest. <laughs> um, we we just moved from Denver, Colorado. Our lease was ending. We lived in downtown, and we we're like, you know what? We are being called to nature. Let's give it a go. Let's try it out. Worst that can happen is we sell it and get another place. But yeah, we went all in. We sold a lot of big stuff, put the rest in storage, and and hit the road. And it's mm. been magical ever since. So what does that feel like? Like walk me through, because I'm sure there were moments where you're like, this is crazy. Like I'm selling all my stuff. I don't feel grounded or rooted because I know for a lot of people like, okay, there's a belief, right? Hi, speaking for a friend. Mm -hmm. There's a belief that like (laughs) home and a lease and like the physical things are what ground us into safety, ground us into routine. So what was the process like for you guys to actually commit to this and what's maybe been the biggest unexpected like revelation you've had since? Yeah, that's a beautiful question. I think, and you kind of hit on it in, in our brief intro, I have been on a journey the past year and a half, two years, three years, um, in my spirituality and in this idea of finding home within myself, finding home and safety in this body, in this 
present moment. And like, it's a work in progress. It's not like I've reached enlightenment in, you know, a year. However, I've done a lot of work to find that grounding and that safety in this human vessel. So I think that's a big piece. And I would say you're exactly right. Most people would tie their safety to whether it be a person or a thing. I think when you can realize that home can be in your heart space, in your own body, you begin to realize that it really doesn't matter where you are because you've always got it with you. And I will say we have been pleasantly surprised in an RV, no matter where we are, we do have that sense of our nest with us, which has been, I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure if that would be the case, if we'd be really, you know, kind of flighty and all over the place, airy-fairy, being on the road all the time. Um, But it's been the most incredible experience to, one, like I said, from like the more woo side to find that home within ourselves. But also we do have this little nest and super small. I don't know how many square feet, but super small nest that gets to come along with us. And as for your question, like what has been like the the surprise of it all, it is the most incredible feeling to look at a map and say, where do I want to go? Like, where is my soul calling me to be? Uh, Early on in our trip, it was to Sedona. Now it's to the mountains. And it's just like the most freeing feeling to like witness this life we've created over, I mean, a couple months to say, okay, that feels good. My soul wants to go there. So, I mean, that element has been really refreshing, especially in times but the world maybe says otherwise. We've really grounded down into how can we create this for ourselves. Mm, I love that. And you said a couple of things that have come through multiple times, like that I got this soul hit, right? Mm. My soul said, do this. And my soul said, do that. So it's like these two beautiful things of like, my soul said this, and I've also created a sense of home within the body, which I'm going to mm-hmm. guess like those two things kind of go hand in hand, but I know that it wasn't always that way. So for the person that's maybe like sitting in a place going, well, how do I know when my soul speaks to me? Like, how do I create that sense of safety in my body or that sense of home? Because I believe those two go hand in hand, right? You listen to your Mm -hmm. soul and then you can create home in your body and wherever you are there, wherever you go, there you are, right? So what was that process like for you to really, number one, hear your soul and then actually Mm -hmm. listen to it? Yeah. I think it would help to paint a little bit of a picture of where I once was a couple of years back, which was living in my head, living in what made most sense, what is going to make me look successful, what do my parents want, what do my partner's parents think will be best for me, like all of the shoulds, right, that many of us have operated in for our entire existence and for many, many lives. Um, I, too, was in that. And there's, of course, nothing wrong with it. It's an awareness, right? But I I had that moment of, I have been living and being and operating for everybody else, but my damn self. So I think there was a moment, um, I don't know, maybe two and a half, three years ago where I said, what the actual fuck? I have built my life for other people. Um, I moved across the country to get a corporate job that I thought would make me look successful. So it was all in my head, super heady, super what makes sense, masculine, right? The analytical, the uh, what looks good on paper. So I had this moment and I don't know if it was like a, 
I'm on my floor. Eh, I had some of those. It wasn't like a, a one moment on my floor. It was probably several moments on my floor crying my eyes out of like, what am I doing? And it was in one, the awareness piece, but two, it was inviting the curiosity of like, what could it look like? If I did begin to shift out of what do they want into what do I want? So it's curiosity. I think curiosity is a gift. It is one of the most beautiful things we can lean into. So I started to get really curious around what would light me up, what would bring some joy back into my days, what would bring some fire back into my life. So, I mean, through that, it was a, a journey of gaining clarity around what my purpose is here, at least this evolution of it, gaining purpose or getting clarity into what does that look like? What does that feel like? How can I begin to take the actions, right? Because action is important. Um, and through that have built a, a beautiful purpose-driven life. And I think what that now looks like is really in like the way that I'm like seeing it in my third eye is like bring the the energy out of the head, like actually inviting it to go down into the heart space. So maybe those listening who are very new to this, we can, you know, do this now, you know, right here, maybe close your eyes for a moment and notice like, where has your energy been operating in? Has it been in the mind? Has it been in the, what makes sense? And just like invite it, invite the energy. And I know this might sound crazy, but invite the energy back down into the heart space for a moment. Just set the intention. My energy now enters into my heart space. And even if it's for a couple moments, I'm going to let it linger here for a moment. And I'm going to ask myself from within, what is it I really want? What is it that's going to light me up? Right? So, I mean, that's a beautiful practice. You can begin to tap into day to day when you feel called, right? To simply bring it back into the body. Then you can like start to get playful and, and that kind of thing with the chakras and tap into this one and that one. But bring it to the heart space, invite that energy within. If it helps to, you know, put your hands on your heart and just ask like, what, what feels good? And I know that question scares a lot of people. Um, but I think that's really what it comes down to instead of what makes sense, what feels good? Like mm. what is a, a little scary, but like a little fiery makes me feel lit up a little bit. I think that, I mean, that's one of my favorite questions. So I know that was a long answer, but that's what I would, that's how I'd answer that. So good. So helpful and so relatable and tangible, all the things, all mm -hmm. of the descriptive words. And, and I can imagine that what's on the other side of what would feel good doesn't always feel good. <sighs> like I know for me and, you know, going through the transition of my relationship in 2019, like what would feel good and then the outcome or the repercussion of that, or what's on the other side of that doesn't always mm -hmm. feel good. Right. So we say yes. stuff, right. We sit in this place of like, okay, but my soul said I should sell everything, get an RV and we should just be nomads. And then mm -hmm. the humanness of you comes in and goes, but what about this? And what about that? And what about this? And all the logical stuff. And is that responsible? And should we do that? And like, what would my parents think? Right. So, so I would imagine within that it's, I mean, yes, this is a beautiful thing and it sounds so easy. Mm -hmm. And on the other side of that is this balance between like we talked about, uh, off air before we press record, like this balance between divinity Mm -hmm. which I believe is your connection to your higher self. That's how I would mm -hmm. describe divinity. And then also humanness where like, okay, mm -hmm. there's also consequences to my soul's decision. So how do you navigate yeah. that? Like, how do you, okay, let's say you get this clear answer through your soul that says, mm -hmm. this is what I want. And now how does my human self go and deal with 
honoring my soul, which may make other people unhappy. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I'm going to speak through this through the lens of a couple years back when I decided to escape the corporate environment. I will say the RV thing was like, inner child was like, let's fucking go. Like, let's do this. So it wasn't a huge fear thing. However, I've so been there and it is so fucking scary. It is so scary. So through this, I think it's, you have to honor the soul voice, exactly what you said. You hear that knowing, you hear that this is what's going to feel best for me. And then immediately we start to hear the fear creep in the what's so-and-so going to say, what are, how am I going to make this happen? So that, that was a lot of my talk. Like I knew I was no longer called for a specific career path. And I, and I knew that what I do today is right. I had that very clear knowing it's time to take the leap as we call it. However, the leap is not some like cushy rainbow that appears in front of you that just like keeps you safe and, and health the whole time. Right. There's a lot of humanness, a lot of true needs for safety that begin to kind of make their appearance, right? Um, No matter what it is, when you look deep enough, whether it's what's mom going to say, what is my boss going to say, what, where's the money going to come from? Whatever the voice is, when you get a little curious with it, go a little deeper, basic needs for safety, right? Basic, am I going to survive, right? And I know a lot of us wouldn't say that consciously, but when we can go a little bit deeper, it's coming from that space. So for me, when I am having those voices creep in that are, you know, major panic, major fear, I really love to look at that piece of myself through the lens of pure love. And I can do that through, because I know that sounds really fluffy. Look at it as your inner child. Look at that voice as a younger version of you. And when you can do that, you're going to feel it immediately. You're going to realize, okay, wait a second. The f- I'm feeling this way because a younger version of myself was told that's never going to happen for you. There's no way you'll make the money. There's no way it's going to work out. There's no way you're going to be able to make it on the road, whatever it is, right? There was a, a time in your history that you were told that's not going to happen. So when you can begin to view that piece of yourself, that voice creeping in as simply little baby Michaela, then there's immediately this lens of love and you can begin to speak to that voice as your older, wiser, more loving, more compassionate self who knows more resources are out there, who knows more opportunities exist for you. New possibilities can occur for you, right? You you can begin to like really love on it. So I would say the worst thing you could do is like try to like full speed ahead it and like ignore that voice and, you know, be mean to that voice and try to shut it down. Even the word ego, sometimes like we can like wrap a negative connotation around, let's begin to surround the word ego with beautiful love. I see it like in Rose Quartz energy, just like lots of love, lots of compassion, right? Because it's simply that that basic need for safety. So let's begin to love on her. And in the the context of like how how do we balance? I think it's a, a constant dance between the two of let me love on this voice. Let me tell her she's okay. Let me hold myself in this. Right. Let me let me whether it's in a, a journal. You want to journal to your younger self, or you want to go into meditation, or you want to just allow her to scream and cry for a moment. Like allow her to scream and cry for a moment. Let her. Speak her peace, speak her wisdom, and then we can go in with that loving uh, 
motherly, compassionate voice and remind her of her truth, which is safety, unconditional safety, unconditional love, unconditional abundance, right? We can begin to remind her of that truth and bring her back into alignment. There's a constant dance, right? You you love on her, you allow her to speak. And then also, I, I talked about this recently with a client, there's also a time where we we do push. We do begin to allow that like fiery energy, that heat to rise and, and go forward even when it's a little bit uncomfy. It gets unhealthy when we completely ignore. I think that's the line there. So constant dance between the two. You will know when it's time to do the thing even when it's a little stretchy. Don't do the thing when you're traumatized by it. If that Does that make sense? Oh, it makes total sense. And okay. I love, I love how you so lovingly described both sides. Cause I think like from mm-hmm. a visual perspective, even though this is an audio platform, like people can really see that and feel into mm-hmm. it. And yeah, I mean, it comes down to this deep desire to want to feel safe. Right. And at some point in time, we created a story that, um, it's not safe for me to show up or it's not safe for me to follow my soul's desires because there's unintended consequences on the back end of it. Mm-hmm. And people pleasing comes up and codependency and all that. So I love that you so beautifully shared that. And also like, yeah, the ego is really meant to protect, like we form egos to keep ourselves safe. So the ego mm-hmm. isn't bad. It's just recognizing yeah. like, okay, yes, you get a seat at the table and you're safe. And how can we co-create this together? So I love that you shared yeah. that. So I'm curious to know. So what is something right now that you're personally leaning into where you've had to maybe step in and comfort little Michaela? Yeah. Um, real time. It is a lot of intuitive psychic downloads, really awakening to like my witchy side, my spiritual side. That has been really scary coming from more of a religious background, a lot of stories, a lot of beliefs that that is bad, that is shameful, that is um, dark, that is not good. So I've had to dance between like my soul coming forward in the most abrupt and in my face ways saying, Hey, we are awakening. We are, you know, um, rising to new frequencies, allowing you to tap into your natural gifts. And that younger voice still a little bit afraid, still a little bit like the fuck that is not okay. Bad, scary. We're not going there, right? So it's it's been this right here, holding myself in it, bringing myself back to that truth, um, and then and then another one has been pleasure. Pleasure is our birthright. That's been huge. I feel like those two are really like in sync with me. Just ultimately, like, what is my truth? What is my truth? Remembering that I am safe to experience joy. I am safe to experience pleasure. Um, I've had to work through so much toxic language, uh, shame around my body, shame around um, my feminine, shame around sex, shame around being sensual, like all of that real time has been this constant, you're safe in this, you're loved in this. Let's go ahead and look at new perspectives, younger self, like let's look at new ways of being. Let's, let's use other people who are embodying that way as an example, as a light, right? So even bringing in some of those, like the, the leaders, the examples doing things that you want to do that are alive and they're thriving and like they haven't combusted into flames, right? Um, I think that's really beautiful too, to just say, hey, look, she's cool. You know, I think that's really huge. 
Mm, I think it's so beautiful when sisters drop in, like we're just dropping into this space mm-hmm. right now because there's obviously so many parallels. Like when you really drop in with a sister and you're like, you get real honest, you're like, oh wow, we're living parallel lives. Okay. So that's cool. Yes. Um, so you know that I just came back from Sedona and my intention there was to step further into my divine feminine, to heal my wounded feminine and to unlock my like sensual and sexual energy because we all have sexual Mm -hmm. energy sexual energy is actually life force energy like we all have it Mm -hmm. and it's the place that when we can tap into it from a place of divinity and pureness we can harness that energy and create magic right so Mm -hmm. the whole concept of pleasure has been coming up for me a lot lately and uh in Sedona I started to ask myself like how can I make this experience whatever it is more pleasurable. So like Mm. even just the act of eating, right? Like how often I, myself included, do we sit down Mm -hmm. and eat like ice cream or a piece of chocolate or nachos or a burger? And in the back of our mind, the little voice is going, this isn't good for you. It's not healthy. Like you shouldn't be eating this. And we actually rob ourselves of pleasure. So we're lowering our vibration into a place of shame and guilt and judgment and mean girl status, right? Versus like giving ourselves permission to fully experience the pleasure that is on our taste buds that we're smelling, like the fullness in our body, the connection with the humans that we're in. So like something that I've been anchoring into is literally every single thing that I do finding pleasure in it. Like when I'm brushing my teeth, which is something that Mm -hmm. I just don't enjoy doing. Like I just don't do it, but I don't, I'm like, how can I make this a pleasurable experience? And it's just like showering myself with love. Like I love my teeth. I love my gums. Right. So I love that you, that you went there. And also my question for you, which you perfectly teed up for me. Thank you. Was really around (laughs) your partnership. So you and your partner have been together since college. Yes. High school. High school. school. Yes. And, and, you know, I've witnessed your, you know, your adventures and, you know, I have gotten to know him too, because we were in a mastermind together. And I'm curious to know how has he, what has his experience been as you've shifted from like CrossFit Michaela to corporate world (laughs) Michaela to like feminine goddess, crystal loving, woo woo, spiritual Michaela, like what's been his experience and all of that? And how is it shift to the dynamic in your relationship? Yeah, that's a fun question. I don't know if I've ever been asked it. So I'm excited to see what comes from within on this. Um, I think, and I'm, I, I know, and I'm so grateful for the sacredness of our relationship. For sure, as baby high schoolers, we were just fucking around. But as we've gotten older and really connected deeper and deeper and deeper with one another, um, there really is this level of it's a, it's a sacred container, him and I, and there's this really beautiful, um, respect and unconditional respect and unconditional level of honoring where one another is in their journey. And I, he is, has to be like thousands of years old at a soul level. He's, he's very, he's a very old soul in his ability to hold space for the rapid evolution that I have gone through as a human in this lifetime. Um, I'm very grateful for his ability to like hold down the energy as I'm like, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. I'm changing my mind 24 seven, right? I'm really grateful for his ability to just like hold space for 
you were right on time, girl. You were doing your thing. I love to watch you in your power. I love to watch you own it every single day. Um, and and I think too, there's a um, I mean, and it and it goes back and forth. Like the same goes for him, and and it's interesting to watch. I don't know if you've watched his Instagrams lately, but he is on his own journey right now of of evolving as a human. So I think in a partnership, it's it's bringing in this level of how can I unconditionally love this person where they're at. And I, and I think we have to be careful with that, of course, because if you were loving somebody unconditionally and then they're treating you really shitty, like that doesn't mean you hang around, right? There needs to be that, that mutual love and respect for one another. Um, but we've had a, a lot of fun with growing together and holding space for one another in that, okay, you want to go talk to spirits outside? Oh, okay. Go do it. I don't need to ask, right? Like just this level of do your thing, Michaela, have some fun. I love you unconditionally. I mean, we, we make it an intention to connect with one another every day and continue to share. This is what I need. This is what I love. This is how you're really supporting me right now. This is how you could support me further, right? All of that still comes to play. It's not like we're just kind of doing our solo things and co-inhabiting. Um, but that, I think that the word unconditional just like keeps coming through of honoring where they're at. Um, I think a lot of things that I've pursued, Bryce has thought, uh, Bryce is my partner. He's thought, that's fucking crazy. Like you are a lunatic, Michaela, investing this much money in a coach or quitting your job with no true plan B right away, right? Like all of these like things along the way. But I think there's just this level of deep trust in one another of if, if your soul and your body is guiding you to do this, it's going to be for you and, and we're going to do this together and we're going to figure it out. Yes, yes, yes. And it's been really awesome to watch him like kind of become a little bit more unbuttoned. Not that I ever yeah. thought that he was like super buttoned up. Like his energy is super grounding. Right. And he's like, yeah. he is definitely an old soul. Like you could yeah. totally tell, but like the ukulele playing is like, like lights my soul on fire guys. Like follow Michaela on Instagram and oh. make sure you like see the videos of her partner, Bryce playing the ukulele. It's the funnest thing ever. I love it. And it's so fun it's to fun. see that side of him. And I think that you are bringing up a really powerful point of like, there's two things. One, unconditional love doesn't always mean that you stay in a relationship, right? When you have unconditional love for someone, sometimes the most loving thing is to let them have their own journey and you have your own journey, right? And sometimes that means that we hold space and support each other. And so what I'm seeing, not only from this conversation, but the women in my life right now and the men that are showing up is that as we continue to do our work, as we continue to follow the divinity and follow the soul hits and be willing to nurture that little girl inside and provide a sense of home within our own bodies and, and all the things that we've talked about today, we provide an example and a container for our men to rise and do the same. And, yes. you know, you're an example of that, like you doing your own work creates a safe environment for him to do his own, whatever that looks like as well. So he gets to become this like mutually exclusive, mutually beneficial and mutually exclusive process of just yeah. growth and evolution. So it's just really beautiful to see, to see the two of you evolve and, and like how cool that this like RV situation has given you an opportunity of, of true freedom and expression. Like true freedom to me is the ability to follow your soul's calling. And that now you literally mm -hmm. have all of that in an RV that you get to travel around the country. And so I love it. 
cool. Yeah. Yeah. I love that point. And I think it's important to like drive home that like we can't wake people up. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially the the journey that I've been on in recent months of just like really going deep in in my woo side there's been no need or rush to like bring him along. So I think as the listeners of the show, highly ambitious women, go, 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 uh, constantly expanding, constantly achieving new goals and visions. Um, I mean, I, I know that I experienced this early on, like, when are they going to go? Like, when are they going to catch up? And it's like, let's bring it back to that unconditional piece and, and reminder, we can't wake people up, but I love the way you put it. Like just leading will create that safety for them to do the same. Yeah. I, I am, I'm not in a, in a space right now where I'm dating, but I'm definitely paying attention to what's going on in the ethers and men that are coming into my energy and, mm. um, messages. Like I think God or the universe or source or whatever, you know, divine being you believe in speaks to us through different mediums, whether it's other people or like billboards or like, you know, uh, tokens of like signs like rainbows and literally rainbows and butterflies. Um, and I've been seeing this message come through consistently is what it's, it's kind of twofold. It's like, whatever you are seeking is also seeking you. And Mm. you know, whatever you say you want in another person is an opportunity for you to check yourself and say, am I that? So if you want a partner that's going to do their work and that's going to show up, and that's going to love you and that's going to create safety and read the books and work out and, you know, be adventurous. Like what part of you can you start taking ownership in that regard? Right. And so it's not necessarily fair. I'll just use the word fair of us to ask of someone else, something that we wouldn't do of ourselves, whether that's in business as a coach or whether that's in a romantic relationship, because that's integrity, right. Is who I be, when the camera's on is also who I be when the camera's off. So who I ask for you to be is who I am ultimately at my core. So I love that. Yes. Like mic drop Mm -hmm. on that. So I resonate deeply, stand by that deeply. The statement of integrity and and who I be must be so in line. Mm -hmm. That's juicy. And that's when they, they, like, like you said, you can't wake anyone up who doesn't want to be awoken, but you can continue on your own path of waking yourself up to your own truth. So yes, speaking of waking yourself up to your own truth, like, what are you excited about right now? Like, what's the Mm -hmm. thing that's got you all juicy that you're like, Ooh, I'm so excited about this thing. Like, what what is it? Yes. So that's so good. I am really excited about my mission right now. I feel I'm going to, this sounds so, I feel like in our own heads, we think things are like way more dramatic than they actually are. In my mind, I feel like I have recently burned a lot of old ways of being in business to the ground, ways of strategy that I thought would work, that I was taught would work, ways of showing up, ways of even coaching that I had modeled. Um, I think when, if you look on my Instagram, you're not going to like see like some huge drastic change in my body. It feels drastic. So <laughs> I, I have recently really said bye-bye to a lot of things that did not feel good anymore. And it's, it's been interesting because, um, a lot of things that I had once done did work. However, they didn't feel good. So I've, I've just recently decided to like 
exactly what we're talking about, anchoring even deeper to my truths, my teachings, my authenticity, the way I be. And it would be out of integrity if I continue to do things that worked that didn't feel good. Right. So I've recently burned a lot of that to the ground and just really shifting into like owning, owning all the aspects of my existence and, and following the excitement around like teaching how I've been able to create all of the aspects of my existence. So rather than um, I was a pure business coach in the past, um, rather than like really honing in on like just money and just signing clients, still super passionate about that, still love to make a good buck. And I also love to talk about all of the things that we're talking about today, right? So, um, you know, even if I was on this show a year ago, I'm sure the conversation would have been completely different. And I'm just really excited to realize that the more I have fun, the more I express my truth, the more I express all of the things that work in my life, uh, the more impact I can make, the more income I can make, the more change I can make as we rise together and, and raise this frequency of the planet. So that's what I'm really excited about. Like personally for me, like I've decided to fuck a niche. Like I'm just really like, bye-bye rules. <laughs> and that feels really good in business. That's what I'm stoked about. Boldly authentic girl. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I just being unapologetic about who you are and then teaching other people. And, you know, there's, I feel like every entrepreneur goes through this process, right? Mm -hmm. Of like, you know, thinking that the answer is outside of themselves. So it's why mm -hmm. we hire coaches, right? Because what's the strategy? Give me the roadmap. Like, what are the things I need to do to be wildly successful? And like we will pay thousands of dollars for someone to tell us exactly what we already know. We just want confirmation and we just yeah. want permission. Right. And the tools, yes. the real tools are free. The real <laughs> tools to success are breath work, meditation, journaling, a deep sense of self, like listening to your soul, following the gut hits, like that's all free stuff. But yes. we have to go through that process of like, trial and error and failure and redirection and falling flat on our face and investing the money in the coach that told me the thing that I already knew. And then it actually didn't work because it doesn't feel good. Like we have to go yes. through all of that evolution yes. to get to like the aha moment. Right. And it's worth it. It's like literally worth every penny to go through those experiences. Yep. So I love that. And I'm celebrating you for that. Thank you. Amazing. I'm receiving. I love all of that. And I, I think exactly what you said, like the real stuff that will bring the change. It's free. It's free. Yeah. But we, but we don't want to do that. Cause it's just, no, like that doesn't, that, no, I want to pay for the hard stuff. Like, that. yeah. And sometimes <laughs> I mean, exactly what we both believe in, like that energetic exchange is, is yeah. super important, but yeah. I love what you said. Um, the, the real coach is like going to bring you back to your truth. They're mm -hmm. going to remind you of the power that you already have within you. That's something I've had many coaches and the ones, I, I mean, I'm grateful for them all. They've all taught me great things, but the moments I've had my, my greatest quantum leap have been from the mentors in my circle that have said, what do you think? Yes. What do you believe in yes. your body, Michaela? So I, that's, that's huge. That's so yeah. Huge. Well, it's the difference between a teacher and a coach, right? So teachers, like when you, when you hire a teacher, right, you're coming to learn something. So you're a student and a teacher has a curriculum and they have a process. And as a student, you take notes, you take the process and you implement it. Yeah. A coach isn't your teacher. A coach is designed to help 
you figure out that you're actually the teacher. So the coach yes. asks you questions to guide you to like, what is your unique process? What is your unique thought? Like, what is your story? What is your message? And then what is your methodology? And then you can go out and teach that or coach it yes. or whatever you want. So yeah, I think for me too, in my own business, it's been helpful to know the difference between am I teaching or am I coaching and yes. checking myself in that moment too. So that's been, that's been yeah. helpful. Yeah. And making the distinction too, like for the coaches listening, there are times when you do have, I mean, as a business coach, you got to teach a little bit, yeah. right? And then there's the times where you're like, okay, let's create this really beautiful space right now for you to trust your own gut yeah. instead of constantly giving it away. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's I love huge. That. So huge. if people want to get into your vortex Mm-hmm. And they're like, I'm digging this combo. Like Michaela, I need your witchiness in my life, like and your spells <laughs> and your magic. How can they connect with you? What's the best way? Yes. Um, I hang out on Instagram all the time, probably too much. I love it. That's where you <laughs> can it. get the most of my magic at Michaela McNatt. And then we've also got a podcast, which is the Magnify More podcast, which Melissa has been on. Um, so you can listen to that anywhere you listen to podcasts if you want some more of these kinds of conversations. Your conversations are so juicy. I love them. (laughs) Love it. Love it. Love it. I'm so grateful for this. Like we could go for hours literally. And we already did talk for a little while before we even pressed record. So guys, make sure that you, number one, go follow Michaela because she's a magical unicorn and her stories are incredible. And you, you do really a great job of teaching and educating on your stories. Like it's phenomenal information. So Make sure you go follow Michaela and please share this episode, tag her, let us know what your biggest takeaway was. It's the greatest way that we can thank our guests um, for spending their time with us and, and just sharing their truth. So Michaela, I appreciate you. I'm so grateful for you. I loved, loved, loved this conversation. And last question, you can riff as long as you want. You have full permission to be as out loud with this as you would like to be okay. or not, whatever you choose. What are you celebrating right now? Mm, well, one, thank you a million for having me on. This was a joy. I am celebrating. Mm, this is good. It's hard. It's hard. This is good. I'm happy that you're challenging me. Um, I'm celebrating my embodiment of my teachings. And that is not always easy. Embodying the 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 truth and the work and doing the healing is not a guaranteed making six figures a month it is just not always the case and it is really beautiful to witness myself ground down into the work into the healing into the truth through the ebbs and the flows when the money isn't always in huge overflow when it is in huge overflow and i still feel safe and i no longer have given the power away. So yeah, I'm just really, yeah, I'm, I'm proud of myself for grounding down into the embodiment of my teachings of the ancient wisdom that is within us all. And thank you for giving me that space to just love on myself for a moment. Mm. You're so welcome. I see you queen. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Thank you. Guys, go follow Michaela, subscribe to her podcast, share this episode with your friends because I know you loved it. I sure did. Michaela, thank you so much, girlfriend. I love you. I see you. And until the next episode, live your boldly courageous life. Bye guys. 
Thank you so much for living your boldly courageous life with me today. I am beyond grateful for you and this amazing community we are building together. It is truly my mission to get this message out into the world and empower others to fully step into the life they've always dreamed of. I would be incredibly grateful if you would join me in this mission by sharing this episode with your friends and heading over to iTunes and leaving me a five-star review. And until the next episode, remember to live your boldly courageous life.